Anne's chosen Psalm 46 as our Bible passage for this afternoon. Martin Luther, the founder of the Lutheran Church, had this pegged as his favourite psalm. I'm not sure if you realised that when you chose it. That's right. You've taken the thunder out of my next comment. I was going to tell Anne, but she already knew that this is the inspiration for one of Luther's most famous hymns. A mighty fortress is our God. Still sung today. Now one of the strong themes running through Psalm 46 is the city of God as the mighty fortress. And it's been a great comfort to those who have mourned over the ages to know that God is our fortress when we grieve. And so this afternoon I'm going to spend just a little time unpacking that psalm so that we can understand that God is also our refuge and strength. And that's how the psalm starts, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in time of trouble. What an encouraging opening. A psalm is a song. There's a collection of 150 psalms. We don't know the tunes, but the, the words are clear and comforting and compelling. And there are two aspects to God as our refuge and ever-present help. The first aspect of God as our refuge is that of a strong place where we can shelter out of trouble so that when trouble laps at the door, it will not cross the threshold. We are protected and secure in God's presence. But there's a second aspect as well because God is our ever-present help in trouble. So there are times when trouble does cross the threshold and in the midst of uncertainty, grief and loss, God is our help. We never need face troubles alone. He is a real and ever-present help in trouble. And that's why we read the next few verses from verse 2. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. And here the poet paints a picture of utmost chaos. When everything in our lives with that we've thought solid and stable is all thrown upside down in a disarray, when we're tossed and thrown about in the stormiest of seas, we will not fear. For when the bottom drops out of our world, when grief overwhelms, we will not be terrified or dismayed. Why? Because God is with us. He is the refuge that we shelter in. You see, we do not shelter in an empty fortress with echoing cavernous walls and and rooms, but we shelter in a beautiful city full of the presence of God. Verses 4 and 5 describe this city. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High God dwells. God is within her. And we notice that there's a triple reference to the presence of God in these verses. In the title, the city of God. And then we're told it's where the most high God dwells. And thirdly and explicitly, God is within her. Now these reference at one level are directed to the physical city of Jerusalem that was very familiar to the psalmist. And Jerusalem has natural defences of rock walls and steep valleys. And these were bolstered by sturdy stone walls and embankments so that by the psalmist's day, the city of Jerusalem indeed was a a mighty fortress. 
but it wasn't an empty fortress city because in the middle of the city was the Temple Mount and at the centre of the temple was the Holy of Holies where the Shekinah glory of God dwelt. The very presence of God was in the midst of the city fortress. But this description in the psalm doesn't just point to a physical Jerusalem, but also to a true and a better Jerusalem, the heavenly city of God. And this city is described in Revelation chapter 21. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order has passed away. And we cannot overstate our comfort from the knowledge that because Lane Lane looked to Jesus as his Lord and Saviour, He is experiencing this very city, the city of God, as we gather here this afternoon. And the good news this morning is for us as well, for this city fortress, our refuge and strong place, is not just for us when we die. There is very much a sense that we can have God as a refuge and a fortress here and in the now. Because it is God's presence himself who is our ultimate Refuge, not a physical place. And verse 7, the Lord Almighty is with us. The Lord God of Jacob is our fortress. God is our fortress. And he's here now with us, to those who look to Christ. You see, since Jesus came, the presence of God has not been locked up in an ancient temple. Uh, nor is it only a future hope for us in a heavenly city. Because when Jesus came on that first Good Friday, when he was crucified and cried out, it is finished, the Bible tells us that there was a great earthquake in Jerusalem. And that in the temple, the very curtain that blocked off the Holy of Holies from the rest of the temple was torn from top to bottom. Yes, with the death of Jesus, the Shekinah glory of God would no longer be separated from his people. For the presence of God had moved from behind this curtain and from this temple made of stone to a temple made of people. So 50 days after the torn curtain in that first Pentecost, the Holy Spirit, the presence of God, had moved from the temple and came to live in all those who trust in Jesus. You see, before the cross, if you were to say, where is the presence of God?, you'd be able to point to the fortress city of Jerusalem and to the Holy of Holies. But after the cross, where is the presence of God? It dwells in everyone who looks to Christ as their Lord and Saviour. So verse 7, where it says the Lord Almighty is with us, after the cross becomes the Lord Almighty is within us. And what does this mean for Lane? And what does it mean for us who miss him dearly? Well, for Lane, who made God his fortress in this life, well, he's in the presence of God where all is complete and full, where strength and vitality is renewed and where life is abundant, wonderful and eternal. 
Lain is in the city of God where God himself, our heavenly father, will wipe every tear from every eye and where there is no more pain, suffering or death. But what about us? What about us who are overwhelmed with grief, who miss Lane and wonder whether we can cope more than a day at a time? Well, the Bible is clear. For those who don't look to Jesus, then the outlook is grim. And the big picture of life and, and big picture of death, it's very much a good news and bad news scenario. To those who refuse to look to Christ, it's eternal separation from the presence of God. The fortress of God is barred to those that do not come through the gate that is Christ. But the good news, the wonderful news, the fabulous news, is all who look to Jesus, he gladly welcomes them through the gates into the city of God to refuge and strength and an ever-present help in trouble. And this we experience in the here and now as the Holy Spirit lives in us. Yes, by believing in Christ and in a saving work on the cross, he becomes our refuge and our resurrection. Jesus becomes our joy and our salvation, our eternal life. Indeed, in the face of our death or the death of a loved one, we can sing with Martin Luther, a mighty fortress is our God. Amen.